Hi, good morning, everyone. Welcome to my podcast. I'm here with my good friend, Yoel. Hi, good morning. Good morning. And um, yeah, something that I really want to speak about. Um, I made already a podcast about it, but I think it would be nice to bring it uh, into the conversation between us. And it is the some, how would I call it, uh, some wrong interpretation of what freedom is that really keeps many, many people away from it. And it's a shame. And what it is, is that, you know, when it's, it's kind of uh, in the spiritual uh, consensus, it's kind of a, a belief that when somebody wakes up, then he disappears, he's gone. He's, you know, you become nothing, you become emptiness, you, you, you're, you're dead, right? And um, who wants to go this way? <laughs> you know, it's like, and then you have people, you know, when they come to their teachers and uh, they talk about some, some uniqueness that they think they have, something they like to express, and he'll say, ah, it's just an ego. Just uh, erase it, annihilate it, and go beyond it. So it's a, it's a little bit confusing. So I like to speak about the difference between um, losing your separateness and uh, yeah, losing your separate separateness and still uh, keeping your uniqueness, as opposed to being separate and unique at the same time. You know. Yeah. So what what true freedom is about is um, that you lose your sense of separateness but your uniqueness still stays. If you look at people, everyone's unique, has a unique uh, perspective on life, unique expression. He just perceives himself as a separate entity to the whole. And as far as I can push the words to describe it, um, we are part of the whole, we're not separate, but still we are unique. So if you take uh, so-called awakened teachers, you'll see that Everyone is different. There's no like uh, an awakening, uh, awakened clone, you know, that everyone's different. So nothing to worry about. You don't lose your uniqueness, your expression, your perspective. It's just that, that your boundaries are not limited to so-called who who you thought yourself to be there's a there's an expansion beyond that and you realize yeah i'm unique but i'm also part of the whole and how, how do you tell the difference between the part of me that's uh, unique and and that can stay when i am connected to the whole and the part of me that uh, is my story let's say yeah, this is a good question. How to explain that? I might need to pause for a few minutes and think about it. <laughs> but if we look at um, our egoic self and what we do in life, right? We, we constantly uh, so-called create boundaries between ourselves and the other, right? You, you, if you look at how you, how you interpret reality or when you uh, talk to people or you think about yourself, you always... There's, you, you you make sure. Let's put it this way: you are you are in oneness, but you're constantly creating the separation again and again. 
and different people do it to a different extent you know like you let's take it one doesn't you don't want to um, how will I say uh, you don't don't want to admit that you're wrong yeah you want to be right um, you judge others but uh, from different nationalities you, you see them as different than you you the focus of our uh, egoic mind is not to see the commonality, but to see the the difference. Can, can you see that? Yeah, and also to take uh, care of my interests and my my the people who I feel close to. That also creates a separation. Exactly. So there's uh, you you take care of somebody. Um, you there'll be favoritism there. Right. So th this separation, if you if you look at how it affecting you, how it's affecting you, it gives you a sense of uh, of an eye, right? Yes. You can feel it, like even it's not something that's difficult to relate to. It's feel it gives you a sense of an eye. Now, imagine you take that sense off, that sense of an eye. It's gone. Yeah. 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 But everything else still stays. Your um, your character, your uh, talents, just that sense of an eye is gone. Wow, that's uh, hard to imagine. <laughs> okay, yeah, so words, <laughs> that's mm -hmm. a thing. But it's hard to describe it in words. But yeah, the words, you know, I'll, I'll feel foolish trying to describe it. But the 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 sense of an eye is gone, and also your um, something happens within. The, this is another another amazing thing that happens that when I was sharing about awakening, that how amazing it is that this mechanism that collects experiences and and um, how would we call it. Uh, owns them to intensify the sense his sense of identity that that mechanism is gone so for instance i'm thinking about myself as a teacher when i'm now talking or uh, if i'm teaching uh, a normal egoic mechanism will just uh, take it and say to himself oh i'm a teacher oh how much i know and so forth but it doesn't exist. It just passes over my head, <laughs> you know. Um, the the egoic mind cannot doesn't collect any experiences to intensify his sense of identity. And how, how does it work with um, material objects like uh, taking care of your financials, for example? I think there there is there is care, of course. I mean, if you look at. Um, I mean, you won't, and that's the thing about between somebody who, you know, remember in uh, in God, there will be these people that would go crazy on LSD and they'll give their things to people. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I've seen some of these. Yeah. Sorry? I've seen people in that state. Yeah, so, yeah. So you yeah. think, wow, they became saints. <laughs> no, you become a madman. It's, uh, mm. no, there's still, uh, you live through your, you're, you still have a sense of a so-called separate uh, identity, but it's um, 
it's embraced by oneness. It's um, otherwise you walk in front of a bus and you won't care, you know. You, you, there's still a how would I call a, a, um, a relative self there, but he's not the boss. Let's put it this way: he's just an agent of who you are. So, mm-hmm. so you still need uh, so-called money and all that, but but you're not you're not run by it. You're not run when when the relative is only uh, an agent. You, the you're not. Um, in fear, so your relationship with money will be different, or with the things that you own, you won't be as attached to them. So that's 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 a thing of realizing yourself as part of oneness, and still, um, and still having a um, an egoic structure. Is that it's your life is a lot more balanced. Of course, you still have to take care of you're still in the body and you're in the world. But it's balanced. It's not motivated by the fear that that you have when you only identified with your egoic structure. So, so can you maybe give us a few examples of, uh, let's say, your how you experienced life before your awakening and how you experience it now? I'll give you an example. Let's say I, I, I own a real estate and I have a tenants there. So if I would have had it, you know, so now I have um, tenants in one apartment and I know they don't have so much money. And um, I also need money. I'm not, very, uh, you know, I'm not a millionaire. So I find the balance. I don't raise the rent. Uh, let's say I could raise it by 300 euros. So I only raise it by by a hundred, hundred fifty, because I need some. But I know you you always see the other as as he's he's yourself, you know. So you're much more, um, yeah, you're much more attuned to the other, and you try to find the balance. When and when you're only in fear, and you feel like you have under, you feel your there's anxiety and lack, then you won't care. You charge your tenant as much as you could. Is that a good example? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was also curious about uh, how to living without an ego. Like, um, so how do you relate to situations or to people? What goes through you? What, what sticks? What doesn't? I imagine it's very different from uh, the way I experience life and. Uh, yeah, the, the, the interactions around me. Yeah, of course, it's very different. And, you know, after a while, it seems so normal. At the beginning, it's mind-blowing, but then it seems so normal that you don't feel, unless you stop and you kind of, you stop and, and you can acknowledge it, and you, you forget that you're, that uh, so-called you are awakened. Mm-hmm. So in order to say to to when you ask me this question, I have to think. Okay, how was it before? You know, I have to. Yeah, compare. for example, coping in a, a traffic jam or when when someone uh, cuts the queue or this kind of just everyday situations uh, that kind of irritate people. Uh, how do you experience it? 
Okay, I have I have a good example actually. I'll take the something that uh, happened to me. Um, um, basically, I give an example somebody that really screwed me financially big time and get, caused me a lot of agony with some with uh, real estate, something with real estate, and. Um, and I've noticed, and that's the thing, when you, uh, and you also notice that when you're evolving, when you're awake, when you're on the path of awakening, that things change, and suddenly you realize them. You're like, whoa, I really uh, so-called behaved here differently. So, yeah, this guy, I'm thinking, and when I, if I would have been identified my God self, I would have felt like a really, like a victim, what he did to me. And I, I would have wanted to kill him. I would have wanted to, you know, um, I wanted to. I would have wanted to cause him harm because he has caused me a lot of grief. Intentionally, you understand? And I was surprised. I don't have any anger towards him. I don't see. I don't perceive him as the cause of my suffering. For me, I relate to it as a as a annoying. Uh, painful situation you understand but so I the major thing about living a life from an awakened space is that you um, that it, it's it's all a happening you 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 understand that you're part of a, you know it's more than understanding you physically are there that you are part of a, of a, of a life expression it's, there's nothing one person or one situation that is causing you to something for you to happen. It's it's a it's a collective of uh, so-called expressions of incidents that are affecting you. So you don't you can't blame that person. You just smile and uh, say thanks. No, I won't smile and say thanks. But um, there's no anger there. I was surprised about it. That's something I realized about. Yeah, I was surprised. And there's also the same thing. I don't feel um, el uh, some kind of um, elevation and 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 and, and uh, strength and and uniqueness when I um, that I'm a teacher, a non-dual teacher. You know, it just kind of things just happen. I cannot get. I cannot blame the guy who screwed me up and I cannot take credit for where I am, for what I teach, you know? Whereas if I would have been identified with my egoic self, whoa, think about it. Mm -hmm. Teaching enlightenment, wow, that would really make me fly to the moon. So it's, um, this. I think this, if you ask me, I mean, there are so many things that are different from a space of awakening, but this is really the the, the strongest thing that uh, is affecting your life on a daily basis is uh, that um, it's all a happening, you know? There's no... It's life expressing itself through you and through, through me and through you, through everything. There's no no so called cause and effect. I see a direct cause and effect. No. 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 So. Yeah, it, it changes things. So you relate to your own self. It's like it's like there's no um, 
it's not that suffering is gone. There's still suffering, but I like to call it uh, pure suffering. You know, the suffering without the self-pity. You know, because if you look at it, as soon as we have a sense of separate self, yeah, we have a sense, of, it, 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 it comes with a sense of entitlement, right? It, it's natural, it's, it's, right? As soon as we feel ourselves to be, we are entitled. We are spared, we think we're spared from you, should be spared from human suffering. It's, it comes automatically. Yeah. And, and, and it's not there when you realize uh, that you are actually part of the whole and you're not a, a separate entity. And, th and th this is the most mind-blowing thing about it because what I'm talking about now is real. You know, it's not ideas in my head. It's actually happening, proving itself in life and happening without any of my control. I mean, yeah, it's... Uh, how will I say? It's something that you have to, I'm thinking, it's something that I have to deal with. This uh, um, idea that actually not, yeah, not many people understand what I'm trying to say, yet uh, it's, it's, it's such an amazing um, reality. Yeah, I think I understand what you say, but the tough part is to experience it, of course. Yeah, okay, if you understand, there's already one thing. Mm -hmm. And like I said, um, when when somebody's so-called entering on the spiritual path, let's say when you are, you know, we're doing so many podcasts together and speaking about it. Okay, like you said, there's a, it, it helps you transform and everything. But there's also some kind of a joy in it, right? It's interesting. Definitely, and there are a lot of moments that I feel that I have evolved as this is uh, this is so 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 what, what I'm trying to say is somebody who's already asking questions even even if it's his first day yeah as interest asking questions he's already uh, connected you understand because there'll, there'll be the egoic self has no interest in changing and questioning things Egoic self wants to stay as a rock, you know, throughout, yeah. the, throughout life. Then that doesn't want to change. Doesn't want to admit his own uh, um, that one day he's going to die. He's he wants to be there forever, and as he is. And once you start to questioning things, you start to so-called have interest. You should ask yourself, where is this interest coming from? It's not coming from your egoic self. It comes from a deeper space. So what I'm trying to say is when somebody is already interested, somebody has, even somebody is goes to a yoga class, to, to a meditation class or to a teacher, to a yoga class, when, when he goes to the first day, the motivation comes from a place, and this is the place that he has to find out what it is and identify with it more and more. You understand? Yeah. So we're not trying to find out something new that doesn't exist there. We found it. We found a, a, a spark. Let's say, imagine you have a wall and you have a hole in the wall. You have a, a ray of light going through. So you have the ray of light. 
Now you have to go through the wall, start to slowly go through the wall and identify with the sound that is on the other side of the wall. And on along the way, you have the wall, you have your doubts, you have your, um, you know, you have the, uh, the mind. And, and of course, it's not easy because this whole reality um, is, is ego-oriented, is, is dualistic, and you want to try you, you, you're drawn into a, a, a non-dualistic reality from a dualistic space, yeah? Think about it. It's, it's a huge transformation. Yeah, I see. Still, still, there's something that is pulling you. There's an interest there. And uh, if you wouldn't have been connected already to that ray of light, like I was saying, You'd prefer now to watch a movie on Netflix. Why talk about it even? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you yes. know, it'll be more satisfying. Yeah. See. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. <laughs>